0: In the name of Jesus, Amen. Shh. Be still. I've spoken before, how about since unlike a script, scripture doesn't have notes about how or in what voice People in the stories say things, it can be important to try out different ways, different inflections when we're when we're reading them. Uh, Like in today's account, when Jesus addresses his disciples, have you still no faith? Do you hear that as an angry? Come on, guys. Still, still no faith. Or maybe do you hear it with some sadness? Intinged with disappointment from Jesus. Still no faith, huh? Or maybe something else. The point is how you hear, just like in how you say, is part of what you hear. So, shh. Be still. That's how I'm choosing to translate and hear Jesus' direction to the howling wind and the crashing waves earlier in the reading. Shh. Be still. The Sea of Galilee is all a rage. It's it's like one of those water roller coasters at the amusement park. But a thousand times so, disciples floundering, yelling at God, yelling at each other, boat-filling, utter chaos, sheer terror... Except Jesus. He's asleep. On a cushion, no less. It's a nice detail. (laughs) Like like really asleep, uh, uh, asleep. Little kid asleep, asleep. I can remember 13, 14 years ago now, um, uh, after a a long night out with the kids, um, coming back in, coming home, I think it was Stella, just three or four, her falling asleep in the car, and so me carrying her inside, and while carrying her in, I literally dropped her on the ground, and she did not wake up. (laughs) Just a little, little groan. (laughs) That's little kid asleep, asleep. That's how I'm imagining Jesus here in the boat, so soundly asleep, even in the storm. Maybe with a little inflatable travel pillow around his neck, sleeping Till the disciples, they managed to shake him awake with their screaming, Teacher, don't you care? And to the wind and the waves, Jesus, travel pillow still affixed to his neck, goes, shh, be still. Then we're told there's a great calm. A great calm. Be still. At least that's how I'm choosing and inviting you to hear Jesus' words. At least now. I mean, you could also you could also imagine Jesus rebuking the, the wind and the waves um, with Gandalfs to the Balrog and the Lord of the Rings' voice. You cannot pass. Jesus mounting the bow. Peace be still. But I'm going with shh. I've had seasoned teachers tell me that in the classroom, when it's getting way out of hand, the very worst thing you can do is get so very loud, the worst thing you can do is try to talk over the kids because the kids will just hear that as a challenge and up their own volume. You know what you're supposed to do when it's getting so very loud is just kind of start talking quietly, calmly until the crazy classroom kids recognize you're speaking, and they lower their own volume so they can hear what you're saying. Instead of adding to the noise, the wise teacher matches what she's saying. Be quiet with how she says it, quietly. So Jesus, the wind, the waves, the disciples, everyone screaming, except Jesus. Shh! Be still. And why hear it so? Because the world is so very loud. In fact, if asked for a single word to describe the world right now, loud, would be as good as any. So much yelling. At God, at one another, so much anger, so much floundering, so much chaos, so much noise, and seemingly the volume only going up. Many of us carry these, these little uh, uh, glass boxes, glass-faced boxes around with us. Some people sleep with them even, I have them at all times. Well, In addition to being useful for recording sermons, they also give us near-instant access To not only the sum total of human knowledge, but but also access, and often access hard to turn away from. Access to what the majority of human beings on the planet are talking about, fighting over, and screaming at, at any given moment. That's loud. These things were supposed to make our lives easier, but mostly have just made them louder. So Jesus,, Shh. Be still. All that noise crashing in, contrary to the advice of those seasoned teachers, many of us respond to the challenge by just trying to yell over it. <laughs> this kind of hit me the other day when I, I found myself more or less um, at the top of my lungs yelling, "Stop yelling! The irony there, yelling, stop yelling. In response, the ones at whom I was barking that command um, said to me, calmly, uh, uh, mind you, said, chill, Dad, (laughs) relax. Hmm. I suggested before that that, um, in reading through the Bible stories, it can be a helpful interpretive technique to try out different voices, another good thing to do is to ask yourself um, which character in the story uh, you most relate with. So you might say, in this one, am I am I more like the, the frantic, terrified disciples, or maybe I'm even maybe I'm like a calming Jesus? But it might be, it might just be that on a lot of occasions, like me yelling, stop yelling! What you're most like is the storm itself. (laughs) Responding to all the noise that we can't figure out how to handle by just adding to it, adding to the screech, the loud, turning up the volume, how often we become the storm. That you might ask yourself, whose storm are you? I was my kid's storm, which is why they said, chill, relax. in some sense reenacting their Lord's, shh, be still, to the storm on the sea. The storm, the loud all around us, the storms that we are, and we've not even mentioned the storms within, the loud that only you can hear and have a real hard time turning off. If you spend much time time looking into the little glass box among the countless products being hawked, you'll find high-tech mattresses, ergonomic pillows, cooling sheets, heavy blankets, sleep apps, special lights, sound machines, and homeopathic sleep medications out the wazoo. A lot of that just to make a buck, to be sure, but I can't help but think the reason so many people are making so much money trying to help us sleep is because the storm's especially the ones within. They seem to blow most fiercely and thunder most loudly when everything on the outside is most quiet. Like when you're trying to fall asleep. Wave after wave of worry about your kids or if your kids about your parents and all the stuff at work or school, maybe there isn't work or there isn't school. And will you ever be happy? And then as soon as you're done with that, guilt over the fact that you're not happy, given how much you have. And then right after that, wondering if you actually have enough. And then on top of that, wondering if you unplugged the toaster, because if you didn't, you might kill everybody, then the whole world will hate you. And the background soundtrack of all that is constantly saying, loser, loser, loser. Be still, says your Lord, to you. I know in the story in Mark chapter 4, Jesus is speaking those words to an actual storm and an actual sea. But I'm pretty sure we're supposed to hear him talking to more than the storm on Galilee. Because you see in the Bible, the sea sea is hardly ever just the sea. The sea, the stormy sea, is where all the scary stuff lives. Where what keeps you uh, up at night swims. The sea is chaos and darkness, a place some thought too wild even for God to tame. So that when Jesus' travel pillow on his neck offers his tranquilizing shh, know for certain that Jesus is speaking to you. Speaking to you, the storm, you in the storm, the storm's in you. Like our hymnist put it so beautifully, as a mother stills her child, thou canst hush the ocean wild. Not storming over the sea, but like a mother with her frantic child to her heart, quietly, your red, tear, and booger-stained face to his chest. Shh! Be still. Now we all need that quiet. Now more than ever. (laughs) Sure, there is a place for the conquering king in the blast of the trumpets, and that is the gospel too. But right now, like right this second in this place, what the Holy Spirit figures you most need to hear is the still small voice, the voice of the one who even in the loudest storm sleeps little kids' sleep, so that you can too, because you belong to him. Jesus can make a ruckus and cleanse the temple when needed, but remember how silently, how silently he first came on the scene to a world of buzz and a rage at Christmas, a little baby asleep on his mother. That is God saying, chill world, relax, I'm with you. The wondrous sovereign of the sea, can boom like many waters, and from the cross he surely did. But what I'm convinced was his more native calm, dying for you. The Prince of Peace also said, Father, forgive them, and today you will be with me in paradise. Mark, who tells us the story about the sea, tells us the last two things Jesus did on the cross at the end of his, his gospel story. First, Jesus uttered a loud cry, and who knows what that sounded like. Then the evangelist says he breathed his last. We don't know what that sounded like either. But dying for you, I think the last air going from his lungs Sounded like this, shh, as in shh, be still. Be still, stormy children, relax, loud world. You are his, and he'll never let you go. The stormier it gets, the tighter he holds until the great, great calm comes. Shh. Be still. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.